You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Left his hand in time, and it counts with six-tenths of a second. 21 first-half points for Siakam. Down the floor to Herter. Flips it up. It's good. What a shot by Kevin Herter. My, Beat the buzzer, uh, I do believe. What my, a, my, my. And what That's a great. pass by Solomon Hill. Wow, what a throw. Look at Solo unload the touchdown pass, and Kevin in one motion scoops it up off the glass. Count the basket. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. Welcome back on this Wednesday. Download the BetQL app today. Use our promo code DAILY, 20% off any subscription. That's what you get. BetQL helps you beat the sportsbooks. Get started today. BetQL.com, also available on the Apple App Store and Google Play. Our promo code DAILY, 20% off any subscription. It's BetQL Daily. Uh, live on the bet, 1430 in Denver, 105.9 HD2 in Chicago. Chicago's new home for Wagertainment, 93.1 FM HD3 in Los Angeles. And what you do is you tell your smart speaker, hey, turn on the bet, and you should be able to find us. We're here weekdays, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time. That way you won't have to uh, wait for the podcast if you have a smart speaker in your office like I do. All right, Horvat, we've got 12 games on the NBA slate today. Your ban of betting the association lasted about an hour and 45 minutes. So I know you've got a lot of takes here, but there is an award race that I do want to talk. There's probably two that are still going on. And one I'm just not sold on, but everyone I ask is like, yeah, yeah, Julius Randle's going to win the most improved player award. But it's just fluctuated so much all season long. And I haven't heard any voters say, yes, Julius Randle is going to be the most improved player. Yeah. But the problem is I don't have a strong take on, on another player because Zach Levine has kind of tailed off over the last month or so. He's been dealing with an injury. Christian Wood missed so many games. He fell off. Jeremy Grant was a leader in the clubhouse for so long on such a bad team. He started missing games. I, maybe that maybe there isn't much value there anymore. And and maybe Randall is the dude. The problem is it's not something that's talked about. So we don't see the ebbs and flows and we don't see the odds fluctuate um, as much as we do with the MVP race. Yeah, absolutely. And if you wanted to play anybody like a Jeremy Grant, or I'm sorry, if you wanted to play Julius Randall, then you missed the value on that one. Because like you said, the first half of the season, I thought Jeremy Grant was going to run away with it. He had three out of five games or something like that, where he scored 30 points and leading into this year, he had never scored 30 in a game. Again, he's on a terrible team, but I thought he was going to run away with it. But Julius Randle, I mean, if you watch him every single night for the Knicks, pretty much he leads the team in scoring, rebounds, assists. He's been great this year. 20-10 every night. 20-10 every night. Every single night, man. Every single night. He's a guy that I attack his player props pretty much every night, and so I wouldn't go against him. 
one reason that I just didn't really consider him earlier on in the season is when you look at the history of the award, and maybe we should take the media market into account more when we are discussing New York. But uh, when you look at the history of the award, uh, usually the, the voters kind of stay away from guys that have already had 20 point per game seasons like Randall had a year ago. That's why I really didn't, didn't give him too much consideration. And I'm, I'm not, I'm not there yet. Cause I'm not positive that he's a runaway favorite, even though it seems like he's likely going to be there. Uh, minus 200 probably wouldn't bet it. Cause I don't feel strong, but I could see it. Yeah, absolutely. And and like with Randall, like that's kind of where I was at because he had shown flashes. I mean, even when he was in Los Angeles, you know, he'd have a 2010 game, a 2012 game. He goes on these stretches where he looked like an all-star, um, but he was just lost there. And now obviously in New York, you know, playing for Tibbs, he's kind of the man on that team. And, you know, they're winning basketball games. They're not a great team, but they're a good team. They should be a playoff team. So I think that yeah. that helps them. And he's the man there. Like he's not playing – you know, it's not the Kobe Bryant farewell tour, and he's not there with a bunch of other young guys like Brandon Ingram who are also trying to get their shots up every single night. That's why I didn't really take a look at him in the beginning of the season because I was like, okay, this guy's going to be an all-star, but most improved, like he's always had right. it. He just needed to be like the man, and, and now finally in New York. Now he is. Now he is. Here's the other, other award race that is uh, even more fascinating since the MVP's done. Right. MVP's done. Uh, but hopefully uh, with Jokic at minus 200 across the board now and some shops, even a higher number. Rookie of the year. Rookie of the year race. Hmm. So Eli puts here on the notes. Edwards minus 125. Halliburton plus 150. Yeah. Edwards minus 125. Halliburton plus 150. Here's the problem. Eli didn't write down the winner. He didn't even mention the winner of the award. Who's that? LaMelo Ball. LaMelo is in this race. Yes, he is. You know, we started talking about this. Uh, with, we had Doug Kazarian on yesterday on the show, and he quickly mentioned it. And that's where he's at. And then I started thinking about it more and more after the show. I'm like, you know what? He's right. In the shortened season, it's not – LaMelo playing 41 out of 82 games. It's 41 out of 70-some, right? Um, Tyrese Halliburton, most shops, like points bet, they have him at plus 200. He's great. And Eli wrote down plus 150. That's where he is at another. He's great. 13, 5, and 3 a night. Is that rookie of the year? I don't care if he plays the all season, the entire season. I don't care that he's a media darling. Like him as a player, I have one of his rising stars top shots. I hope that's valuable down the road, or maybe I could sell it off. But 13, 5, and 3, that that's not remarkable to me. And then, of course, Anthony Edwards is your favorite about even money at most shops. He's averaging about 18 points per game. But when you take a dive into some of the other metrics, he's not that impressive. He's not an efficient player at all. His win shares is in the negative, and his player efficiency rating is below LaMelo and Halliburton. Now, when you look at LaMelo, 16, 6, and 6. Win shares is 2.9, the same as Halliburton, and the player efficiency is the highest of the three at 18.5. I'm not saying LaMelo's definitely going to win it, but I, I view it as a coin flip between Edwards and Ball. 
Yeah, for sure. And like you brought up Halliburton kind of being like the media darling. And that's the way that I look at Anthony Edwards, especially when he has these flashy dunks. And he's got the higher usage because he's on a terrible basketball team with a bunch of injuries. So he's able to just kind of do whatever he wants and attempt as many field goals as he wants. And that's why I'm with you. Like Ball was clearly the best rookie and he would still get my vote. I don't care how much time he misses. And I don't care that he's out for the rest of the season just because he was putting up numbers and he was like pretty much a walking triple double. And not that the Hornets are a great team, or I don't even know if we'd consider them a good team, but they're an exciting team, and they were actually winning basketball games with him on the floor. So he was putting up his numbers on a decent enough team with some talent. So he would get my vote, or it would be Anthony. I, I feel like it's going to be Edwards just because now he's the media darling. He's going to have a couple more flashy dunks. They'll be all over social media, and everybody's going to be all over him because I do feel like he's the yeah. bigger Okay. Yeah. It's probably going to come down to the to the voters and what they're thinking. I went back in history and I was looking at some players that did win the award that didn't play full seasons in 2011 and 12 Kyrie won the award with playing 51 games in 06 and 07 Brandon Roy won when he played 57 games and he averaged 17 4 and 4 that year and I remember like I just mentioned LaMelo 16 6 and 6 yeah yeah and he was so damn exciting too uh, which one Roy or Kyrie um, well, I loved Brandon Roy, man. That career just got cut way too short. Wow, well, injuries brutal. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So, so what? what Wait, point? So you're not with me. You don't think Lamelo's going to win, or you think it's it, okay? So definitely let me ask, in Edwards' favor. No, no, no. Okay, so if I wanted to to play, uh, if I want to play ball here in this situation, what's the difference between how much time that Embiid missed as far as the MVP race? Now I'm with Jan Jokic, especially now with Jamal Murray unfortunately going to miss the rest of the season. He's going to have the ball in his hands 98% of the time. Oh, so that's what Jake that's what Jake was referencing. I'm sorry. Yeah, I di I didn't know what he was talking about. I thought he was he was referencing that in the chat. I thought that he was oh. saying that Embiid is still in the mix. Um well, the difference is the MVP list is not two two players. Like that's True. what this is, right? This is two players. It's the resume of Edwards and the resume of LaMelo Ball. I'm not with Halliburton. Some people would disagree with me there. But okay, but that that's my list right now. The MVP race is open to everyone, and it's the best player in the world. Now, it, it is much more refined here when we're talking about the rookie of the year and just these top few, few picks that are involved. Yeah, that's very true. That's true. I won't be shocked if Ball wins it. I won't be shocked if Edwards win it. To be honest, I would be shocked if Halliburton would win it. So I don't think that that's I am too. I would be too. I would be shocked. It's going to be between one but of the two. a small market. Like, yeah, Halliburton can't get this. No, he can't. Okay. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com Therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com Therapy60. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So do you think it, so you don't think I'm right on the coin flip part though? No, I, you know, I'm not going to say you're wrong on it. I just don't think I would play it. I don't think I'd play okay. it because I've seen a couple people make I'm going to play it a couple days. Heard Doug talk about it as well. Yeah. I don't think. I mean, I don't think it's the dumbest bet. I think the dumbest bet was when I took uh, the Zags uh, on the Sunday. <laughs> I could have got plus money literally two weeks before that. So I don't think it's a dumb yeah. bet. I would never call anybody else's bet a dumb bet or a bad bet. I still think there is value there. I just wouldn't play it just because I do think he missed too much time. And I think just could the number Edwards is putting up. Yeah, I mean, Edwards will go like 7 of 24 from the floor, but he'll have two flashy dunks. And we'll, and we'll talk about it for three days after. And social media will be all over it. So I just feel like he's just too big of a media darling. You know what it really comes down to? How much do advanced metrics matter to the voters? And we don't know the voters. If you were to say the average voter for the Rookie of the Year award is 32 years old, I'm like, oh. This is Lamella's 100%. He yeah. had the name value coming in. He impressed so much that they're still in the division race because of what he did pre-injury. But if you're telling me the average voter is 58 years old, local beat guy, been doing it for 35 years or whatever, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's going to be Edwards. Right. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, I mean, and again, if I'm looking at team success, See, again, my vote would have to go to Ball, even even missing the time. I mean, these guys are on terrible teams. Anthony Edwards is on a terrible basketball team, and he's putting up numbers. But honestly, it's because they're letting him put up numbers. They're like, hey, man, you got the green light. Take as many shots. Do whatever you want here. Ball was playing in a system. He was making his teammates better, even as a rookie. Like, I like yeah. him for Alonzo already, and I didn't think that was going to be the case. And what's funny is, like, being a Bulls fan, I wanted the Bulls to stay away from him, too. I didn't think he was going to I did that. not. I, I, I was on the air saying, somehow drop. Let LaMelo drop. I am all in. Uh, I wanted Patrick Williams. I'm an idiot. I didn't think his game would – I just – I don't know what it is, man. I don't know if it's because of LeVar's big mouth. Probably. He was going to be a serviceable player. I didn't think he was going to – I didn't think he was going to be a walking triple-double. I didn't think he was going to average a triple-double. All right, let's uh, let's start to look at this card. I know we're not going to fit it all into this segment. We'll We'll jump back to it later on. So we've got an after your your Bucks are playing in the afternoon. I know you said you're a Bulls fan, but uh, you cover the Bucks on a daily basis up there in Milwaukee. We've got an afternoon game with Milwaukee and Minnesota. Uh, per usual, this time of the season, first thing you want to do is take a look at the injury report. Giannis is questionable in that one. Bucks are nearly double digit favorites. The numbers nine and a half for Cleveland, Garland and Sexton are both questionable for New Orleans. Got Lonzo Ball speaking of the balls. Lonzo is doubtful. Uh, Buddy Heald is questionable for Sacramento. And this will be Denver's first game since Murray's ACL tear. Yeah, man. So looking at this card, first things first, we do got day basketball. So the three plays that I like that I haven't made yet that I probably will, I'm going to continue to fade tanking teams. So I am going to take the Bucs today against the Timberwolves, whether Giannis plays or not. 
Back-to-back for Minnesota, a home back-to-back, another day game for them. I still like the Bucs to win by double digits. I don't know if Giannis is going to play. Like, we don't know if they're just being cautious with his knee or if this is really an issue. Uh, and then the Clippers also on a back-to-back. They're really You shouldn't good need them. You shouldn't. If there's any issue with him, I would not play him. Against Minnesota, especially. And then uh, yeah. also the Warriors against OKC tonight. So you get three fades of tanking teams tonight. But I do like the Bucs to win by double digits this afternoon. Give me the tank list. What, what, what is the, the group of teams that you find uh, fading on a regular basis right now? So Minnesota has been playing a little bit better covering the number as of late, but they've been terrible all season long. So I'll continue to fade them, especially when they're playing good teams like the Hawks. Uh, the Pistons are terrible right now, and I love back to the Clippers. I'm stepping out of back to back. And then uh, we'll go against OKC. The Warriors is double-digit favorites, and I should stay away from. But I think Steph has a big game, and I think they beat OKC tonight by double figures. And OKC did cover against Utah last night. Uh, we're going to transition over to golf here. First time talking to Jeff Feinberg since the Masters, and we'll get you set for RBC Heritage. Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat, you're locked into the BetQL Audio Network.